Chapter 1 The Sky Over Paris Paris, 1936 Those who remember the night Armand Sauvel passed away would swear that a purple light flashed across the sky, leaving in its wake a trail of blazing ashes that faded away over the horizon. A light that his daughter Irene never saw, but which would haunt her dreams for years to come. It was a cold winter's dawn, and the window panes in Ward 14 of St. Georges Hospital were covered in a film of ice. Armand Sauvel's flame went out silently, without so much as a sigh. His wife, Simone, and his daughter, Irene, looked up as the first glimmer of day cast needles of light across the hospital ward. His youngest child, Dorian, was asleep on one of the chairs. A heart-rending stillness filled the room. No words were necessary to explain what had happened. After six months of suffering, an illness whose name he was never able to pronounce had snatched away Armand Sauvel's life. It was the beginning of the worst year the Sauvel family would ever experience. Armand Sauvel took his charm and his infectious laughter with him to the grave, but his numerous debts did not accompany him on his final journey. Soon, a whole horde of creditors and vultures wearing elegant frock coats began to drop by the Sauvel's home in Boulevard Haussmann. After the legal niceties of those first visits came the veiled threats, and these soon gave way to the seizure of the family's assets. Prestigious schools and beautifully tailored clothes were replaced by part-time jobs and simpler outfits for Irene and Dorian. This was the beginning of the Sauvel's spectacular fall into the real world. The one who came off the worst, however, was Simone. Returning to her job as a teacher did not provide enough income to stem the torrent of debt that consumed their limited resources. New documents signed by Armand seemed to crop up everywhere, a seemingly bottomless rabbit hole of unpaid loans and letters of credit. By this point, young Dorian had begun to suspect that half the population of Paris was made up of lawyers and accountants, a special breed of ravenous rodent that lived above ground. Also by then, and without telling her mother, Irene had taken a job in a dance hall. For just a few coins, which in the early hours she would slip into the box Simone kept hidden under the kitchen sink, she would dance with clumsy young soldiers with sweaty hands who were really no more than frightened children themselves. At the same time, the Sauvels discovered that the list of people who used to call themselves friends was evaporating like dew in the morning sun. That summer, however, Henri Lafont, an old friend of Armand Sauvel, offered the family a small apartment above the art shop he managed in Montparnasse. He waved aside the rent to be repaid in better times. All he asked in exchange was Dorian's assistance as an errand boy, because his knees were no longer what they had once been. Simone could never find enough words with which to thank old Monsieur Lafont for his kindness. But the shopkeeper didn't expect any thanks. In a world of rats, they'd happened on an angel. As the first days of winter sent a chill through the streets, Irene turned fourteen years of age, although they felt more like twenty-four. For once, she spent the coins she earned in the dance hall on herself and bought a cake with which to celebrate her birthday with Simon and Dorian. Armand's absence 
still weighed on them like an oppressive shadow. They blew out the candles together in the narrow sitting room of their apartment on the Rue de Rennes, making a wish that the bad luck that had been handing them for months would be extinguished along with the flames. For once, their wish was not ignored. Although they were still unaware of it, the year of darkness was coming to an end. Some weeks later, a ray of hope unexpectedly burst into the lives of the Sauvel family. Thanks to the influence of Monsieur Lafont and his network of acquaintances, Simone was offered a good job in Blue Bay, a small village on the coast far from the dreary greyness of Paris and from the sad memories of Armand Sauvel's last days. Apparently, a wealthy inventor and toy manufacturer named Lazarus Jean needed a housekeeper to take care of his palatial residence amid the forest of Craven Moor. The inventor lived in a huge mansion next to...